Good morning, folks. Bit of technical problems there. I'll do it again. So today I want to talk about your training. Now, this is aimed at guys in their 40s and 50s who are getting back into training. This is not applicable. Well, it is applicable, I suppose, but it's not aimed at guys who are well-versed in training, you're fit, you're strong, you've been training all your life. This is probably not applicable to you as much, though you will learn something from it. So one of the big things that the fitness industry does is we push the failure. You know, it's they're, they're, in order to get illicit muscle growth, you need to stress the muscle, okay? Now, the old bodybuilding way was like three sets of 10, one set to fail, right? So you push 10 and you then... You would do drop sets and giant sets and you know, weight be too much. Once the weight got too much for you, maybe take some plates off and keep going, keep going. All the damage, the muscle fibers to the group back stronger. Now, if you're taking copious amounts of steroids and you're well trained and you're maybe young in your 20s or something, that's fine. Your body's going to recover. But if you've spent the last 10, 15 years sitting on your ass, eating pizza, behind a desk, behind a car wheel, not doing anything, and then you come in to your gym and you start training like that, there's a good chance you're going to end up running into injuries, running into lack of motivation. And the reason being is your body just can't handle that stress. And because it can't handle the stress, it's then just going to do its best to get out of there. And that's usually a result of lack of motivation or injury. Oh, excuse me. So one of the first things you've got to understand, well, the way I coach my members, is I'm always focusing on how the central nervous system is going to respond. When I'm training my clients, there's two things I'm thinking of. I want to get them strong as fuck, and I want to get them fit as fuck. If I can get them strong, everything in their life is going to improve. That simple. I'm sorry, the other thing is mobile as fuck. If I can get them fit as fuck, well, then they're going to be able to continue training as hell as much as problem. And if I get them mobile as fuck, well, then they're going to improve. They're, there's going to be less pain. There's going to be more free movement. And that's going to equate to them feeling better about themselves. So I don't really focus on building muscle as, as maybe other gyms do because I know that the byproduct of focus on strength, focus on mobility, and focus on fitness will be you will get lean functional muscle. You will look better, feel better, and move better. Should I say build a bit, move a bit, get a bit. So you need to go back to the central nervous system. Now, the central nervous system dictates all movement. Okay, without our nervous system, our muscles, these big guns you've got, don't mean shit without the nervous system. If I cut your arm off and throw it on the floor, it's not going to do anything. You can no longer control it. That muscle can't contract. What is controlling the contraction is the muscle, is the, sorry, the nervous system. Now, the nervous system is like a, like a light switch. It's either on or it's off. You can't have a partial contraction. You can have a certain level of strength in a contraction. Now, our nervous system governs how much strength it's going to grant our body. If you think of like a dimmer switch, so the more I train, the brighter I can get that light going. The less I train, the, 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 the level of light I can emit will be a lot less. If you think of it like that, you'll maybe understand it a bit easier. So the, the only time you're going to get a full contraction is if you get electrocuted. And what happens electrocution? Your muscles get ripped from the bone. Your bones break, tendons, ligaments snap. So your nervous system is actually governing your ability to contract the muscles because it doesn't want you to be injured. It doesn't want to cause damage to you. So it's a it's a self-limitation limiting thing for safety. Now, we know this because if you look at children who get knocked down, maybe their mother witnesses it, there's so many documented cases of women lifting cars off their children. But 
the byproduct of doing that was they got damaged, they ruptured ligaments, they shattered their spine. So that is why we don't go to full contraction. Our nervous system don't let us go to full contraction. So when you take this principle and you understand that we want to get the dimmer switch to get brighter, we need to start at a bit place lower. Now, what I mean by that is if I can get a 100 kilo bench press and I can bench press 100 kilo for 10 reps and 10 is my absolute failure, well, then why would I go in and just start blasting out 100 kilos? To me, there's no point in that because I'm going to push the failure. Why not start at about 80 kilo and do sets of 10? And then the next day, bad two, three, four kilo, whatever it is, and do another, do another set of 10. And then another next time, you do add another few kilos and do more sets of 10 or whatever rep range, or I'm just giving 10 as a rep range example. What I'm trying to get to is I start my members back way further back than they need to, than, they, than they're capable of, because I want their bodies to adapt. I want their nervous system to accept the weight they're lifting as not a threat, as not a non-threat. If I can get their nervous system to accept their weight as a non-threat, then I know it's going to grant them the strength required to, to continue on that workout. Now, if I add two kilos on, and I remember the, I'm using 100 kilo as their 10 rep, exa 10 rep example here, and if I, if I add two kilos onto that, I'm only up to 82 kilo, I know that they're going to be able to complete this workout quite easily. And then the next time they come in, another two kilo, 84 kilo, they're going to continue that workout. By the time they get to the 100 kilo, which was their 10 rep max, I can guarantee... 100 kilo is no longer their 10 rep max because I've spent maybe three or four weeks building them up to a point where the 100 kilo for 10 reps is no longer a threat to, to the nervous system. They'll be able to go for 15, 18 reps quite easily. And it's this process that I try to get my members to understand. It's why I'm very, for such a supportive um, proponent of the three by 52, three sessions a week by 52 a year. Because if I can get you into the gym three days a week for over the space of a year, I know that by the time that end of the year comes, you're going to be so far beyond what you thought capable of that it's going to shock you. But you're never going to go on to a point where you've actually pushed your body to complete failure. Now, the other thing you've got to understand is that I try to tell people the nervous system is like a puppy. So if you think of nervous system as a young, as a, as a wee puppy, Jackson last year, he was he was only, I got him eight weeks old. If I wanted to build a relationship with him up, there was no way screaming at him was going to work. If I said, get over here! I do that now. But as a pup, he would never respond. He would run away and car away and we never built that relationship up. I had to coax him out. Come here, good boy. Lots of loving, lots of petting, lots of cur. That's your nervous system. Your nervous system is a puppy. And if you scream at your nervous system by throwing on a weight that's just too much, it's going to shit itself and it's going to run and hide. And it's never going to grant you the strength you want to lift the weight you want. But if you step back and you do the slow puppy thing and come here, hello, Laura, and you come in, you call it in gently and you're nice to it, guess what happens? It starts trusting you. And it starts accepting that, fuck, he's not going to push me to death here. I'm not going to die because your nervous system... It has only got two things. It's 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 not it's not a rational thinking thing. It knows it's safety or danger. That's all it knows. Its goal, its only goal in life, is to make sure that you stay alive. So if it sees a weight as a threat, and that's what the nervous system does, the nervous system is always analyzing everything as a threat. And we're looking for threats. We're looking to make sure you don't die. So the nervous system is going to see that weight that you're going to lift that's too heavy as a threat. It's going to shut off your ability to lift that weight. Cormac, how are you doing, mate? And it's good by shutting it off means you can't lift the weight. And if you continually try that, it's just over, it's overkill. 
step back. Allow yourself to adapt to the weight you're lifting. Allow yourself, your body and nervous system time to get used to that weight. And you know what you'll find is that strength will stay longer. Because remember, the longer period I can exp expand my training out and I can allow my nervous system to adapt to, the more strength I'm going to accumulate. I will accumulate. If I put 10 reps, one of my ways of training my members would be we work out to 10 rep max and we do 10 sets of five. Because I know five is only 50% of its true abilities. Now, maybe come nine and 10, you'll start getting a wee bit tighter, but it's not going to be anywhere near the point where you think you're going to fail. So your nervous system is going to adapt it. The next time you come to do bench pressing, maybe the next week, maybe do two sets like that, five. Maybe the next week, add one rep date. So now we're doing 10 sets of six. And then the next week, 10 sets of seven. Next week, 10 sets of eight. Next 10 sets of da, 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 Up to 10 sets of 10, which with what was originally your... 10 rep max. So that was mean. 10 rep max means you can do a set of 10, and the next time you come to try to do it, you only get maybe seven or eight because your nervous system is so tired. It's not going to, your muscles are exhausted. It's not going to grant you the strength required to lift that. By the time we've expanded this comfort, this comfort zone out, we're up to 10 sets of 10 very comfortably. So we've got the strength. And then you've got to understand that when it comes to programming, it's volume that's the key here. So 10 reps. At 100 kilo equals a thousand kilo lifted. Okay, so if I do three sets of 10, that's 3,000 kilo total volume. Now, if I do a set of, if I do a set of, so if I can do three sets of 10, let's say by some miracle, the 10 rep max, the guy gets three sets of 10, which won't happen. So he's done 3,000 kilo in the bench press, right? Of total volume. If I do my, the method I just explained there, and I do a set of five, that's 500 kilo. But then I do 10 sets of that. Well, that's 5,000 kilo. So I have already lifted 2,000 kilo more than the guy who's lifted three sets of 10. But I have never pushed my body to complete failure. And because I've never pushed my body to complete failure, it's going to grant me the strength the next day to come in and lift more weight. And it's going to allow me to do the training. It's never going to see a threat. It's always going to grant me that strength. But the overall volume I'm getting is bigger and bigger and bigger. Now, there will come a point, obviously, because weightlifting is not linear, that you will meet your sticking point. And that's when that's why deloads are important. That's why rest periods are important. That's why recovery is important. But this is a very, very quick synopsis of how you, men in their 40s should be training and why we should be training the way, uh, the way I'm describing and not the way that most... PTs out there train. Remember, most PTs are young guys. That's how it is. They're just young. They're full of testosterone. They're full of passion. And they only know their way of training. And their way of training is push the fucking failure because that's what Instagram tells you. Instagram tells you the sweatier you are, the more exhausted you are, the better it is for you. The reality is that's not true. Better is better. Not simple as that. Anyway, leave it there today. Just a quick synopsis. Please have a good day and I'll see you all tomorrow.